0: This is top 10 takes. Let's get to it. At number 10, Sexy Red is out of town and thugging with her rounds. Depending on your circle, you may or may not have heard the first half of the chorus from that summer heater pound town by the 25 year old rapper. Sexy has received co-signs by everyone from Cardi B to Posty to the Little Mermaid, Haley Bailey. Everyone is really digging the song. On Saturday, unbeknownst to even the barbs, the queen from Queens herself, Nicki Minaj, collaborates with the St. Louis native on the remix Pound Town 2, produced by Tay Keith as well. A notable line from Nicki's verse, quote, I'm pimping pinky ring. His exes is rinky think I'm about the a thingy. Then sit on this drinky drink. <laughs> I smell a Pulitzer Prize at number nine. Will Ferrell is circling the role of John Madden and Amazon's Madden with David O. Russell on board to direct as reported by The Dish. Amazon has not yet released a statement. However, Deadline is reporting that the project has been percolating for some time. It's based on a blacklist script by Cameron Clark. He and Russell have been doing a rewrite then everything stopped with the writer's strike. I'm a huge Will Ferrell fan in particular his sports movies, like the Talladega Nights, the Semi-Pros, and Blades of Glory. So I know he'll do this role justice. John C. Riley got the Jimmy Buss role that Will Ferrell really coveted. Um, but I think that he lost one role to gain a better one because this film is, is really giving Academy Awards. A little bit about the man himself, John Madden. He served as the head coach of the Raiders from 69 to 78 and led them to eight playoff appearances in the Super Bowl. At number eight, his name is Kodak Black, but when you see him, he's white. Golden Acres own Bill K. Capri, professionally known as Kodak Black, has just released his last album with Atlantic Records entitled Pistols and Pearls. The LP is a follow-up to Yak's last album, Back for Everything, which debuted at number two on the Billboard 200 with 60,000 sales. Town is the first video to drop, but Cutthroat Bill has blessed us with his acting debut in his new short film, The Dawn. The Dawn was written and directed by Yak himself, and it premiered at secret locations in Miami, New York, Atlanta, and Los Angeles on Friday. There's some really great scenes. Um... I'm really happy to see Yak evolve as the artist that I know that he can be, which is a top one elite, top tier rapper, not just rapper, but artist. He'll be at the Barclays on August 5th. At number seven, the old block GOAT Little Dirk, has also released an album entitled Almost Healed This Memorial Day Weekend. His album was originally supposed to drop two weeks ago, but Smirk strategically decided to drop Memorial Day Weekend. We all know why. Again, I'll be the first to admit I'm a Durkio fan, but the voice delivered. The opening track Therapy Session with Alicia Key sets the tone, and the future track is the banger. The Sniper Gang CEO Kodak Black is on the album. War about it with 21 Savage goes super hard, and you gotta love to get a Juice World feature. The first video is with J. Cole, directed by Steve Cannon, called All My Life. It's the most streamed song on the album and it's probably the best song overall. Smirks almost healed is on pace to sell 150k this week. It's already number one on Apple Music and trending number one on YouTube. At number six, it's Memorial Day weekend, so you know what that means. No, not the copious consumption of glizzies. It's the Indy 500, number 107 to be exact. Spoiler alert, okay. Joseph Newgarden won his first Indy 500 championship yesterday. There were three red flag crashes. There was a dramatic finish during the race. There were 52 lead changes. But the biggest drama after the race was Jewel being tapped to sing the national anthem. And Beyonce's internet was split down the middle. It was either giving Fergie or Marvin Gaye, there was no in-between. After watching her performance, I'm jacking the latter. I have no problem with artists adding sauce, especially if it's Jewel. I will say you may want to read the room a little bit better. The Indy 500 crowd seems like they're on a dry rub type of timing if you catch my drift. Pun definitely intended. At number five, the NBA has opened an investigation into longtime referee Eric Lewis involving a Twitter account that responded to numerous posts on league officiating and defended Lewis and other NBA referees. The league sources confirmed to ESPN, the account in question, which has since been deleted, was listed under a username Blair Cutliff with the handle Cutliff Blair. Earlier in the season, there was a missed call that was really questionable. And now everything is coming to the light with all of these new Twitter burner allegations. Pat Beverly even received a technical foul by showing Eric Lewis the call that he missed literally on his camera. It was gold television sports moment. Lewis is in his 19th season as a referee. At number four, there was there was no way we were going to have a top 10 on Beyonce's Internet and not include the Houstonian herself. We all know about the Renaissance tour. People are donating kidneys and other vital organs just to attend JKJK. But literally Beyonce's Renaissance tour could out earn Taylor Swift's era by five hundred million dollars. These estimates are based on the most optimistic assumptions, I will say, of the number of fans buying tickets at their concerts, and the ticket average is about 700 bucks. The tour isn't over, but we may have just got our pinnacle moment with Blue Ivy Carter joining her mom on stage. The Grammy winner, I repeat, Grammy winner, joined Beyonce during Power, or excuse me, My Power, and gave an amazing performance. At number three, Like "Gra," Taylor Swift and Ice Spice collaborate on a remix of Midnight's Karma. The track is a banger, and they just dropped the video, of course. It's giving Wonder Woman vibes meets Marvel and DC Cinematic Universe. I'm here for it, I probably watched the video about 12 to 30 times this weekend. Ice Spice and Taylor Swift actually joined forces IRL in New Jersey's MetLife Stadium on Friday night. Of course, Ice Spice had to come out, shut it down with the signature curly red, just amazing haircut. Taylor Swift looked amazing. Of course, as always, it was an iconic moment. Name a more iconic duo, you'll be pressed. Now I'm looking forward for Taylor to appear on Ice Spice's album. At number two, Derek White, the savior of the Boston Celtics. This man was out of his body. Not only was he playing amazing defense on Jimmy Butler throughout the entire night, But he had such a crucial play. I'm not really sure what the Boston Celtics were drawing up to have Marcus Smart take a contested three-point shot. But this dude, Derek White, follows up a shot in .1 seconds. I didn't even know that that was mathematically possible. But somehow Derek White was able to pull this off. On Saturday night this was the shot heard around the world. And now today Monday at 8:30 Eastern time we get our game seven but at number one the little mermaid. I love how we've come full circle from number 10 mentioning how Haley Bailey, Listened to Pound Town and gave it the co sign, and now we're here at a Memorial Day box office debut of $118 million. Outside of all of the discourse of the casting, the makeup, this movie is on pace to rank as the fifth highest Memorial Day opening in history. At the end of the day, it's a classic. Just like Tony Chambers, the head of Disney's distribution said, people are going to see it all ages, all walks of life, even if it's a live action remake. Go see it with your family and I'll see you guys tomorrow. That's top 10 takes.